everyone. My name is DJ EJ, and I'm the host for my show Slouch Couch Tuesdays 9 to 11 a.m. My show features queer artists and bands, as well as queer people in my own community who want to share their experiences on air. Why am I talking in this podcast, you may be asking yourself? Well, October is LGBTQIA plus History Month, and CSU's Pride Resource Center is celebrating with tons of activities and events for the LGBTQ plus community and allies to participate in. The Pride Resource Center asks KCSU to help celebrate October 11th, which is coming into Queerness Day, traditionally known as National Coming Out Day, by interviewing some mentors and other people involved with the center. I asked these people some questions about their experiences being a part of the LGBTQ plus community and what their identity means to them. My name is Ellie Lutz. I use they, them pronouns. I'm a sophomore and I am currently switching my majors to ecosystem science, sustainability, and cultural anthropology. My name is Tori Ramos. I use they, them pronouns. I am a second year and I'm in psychology, my psychology major. <laughs> well, my name is Brayden Goral. I'm a fifth year clinical and counseling psych major. Uh, my pronouns are he, they. Hello, my name is Ashlyn Gallian, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I am a fourth year French and international studies major. Uh, I'm Piper Skalka, pronouns are she, her. I'm a second year doing gender studies with a minor in poli-sci. Hello, my name's Enoch Minanti. I use the he, him, his series of pronouns. I am a biology major and I am a junior. What brings you joy or pride about being in the LGBTQIA community? Seeing other people have joy and pride. Just, you know, when people come into Pride Resource Center and ask for, you know, a binder or something and just saying, yeah, we have that and just seeing their face light up, that, that's what brings me a lot of joy. A sense of community and being able to like be who I am without like also like thinking like, oh, can I be this? Like, this just more exciting and like I love it well it honestly for lack of a better term it's the the joy and the community that I've able to just find for myself and just be able to be my authentic self and actually feel comfortable with who I am as a person and be as a queer person now also partially exploring just my gender identity on top of my sexuality so it's just really nice to be a part of a community where I can actually have those conversations with both other people, share experiences, and with myself. I'd say what brings me joy is um, getting to admire everyone's individual experiences, including my own. And I feel like it's just, especially during Pride and especially during LGBTQ plus History Month, I feel like it's especially a time to admire every single one of our unique stories and to basically take the time to recognize that we're all unique in our own ways and we all have different different things that bring us joy within our queerness and or transness. I just, I guess the fact that there isn't any expectations, at least broadly, you aren't, you know, there's always people who will, who will, you know, stereotype and want you to present a certain way. But for the most part, you just have this, this, this open expression that you're just allowed to have. And that's, that's beautiful. I can wear what I want without being apologetic. I can present how I want. I can talk how I want. And I don't, have to, yeah, I don't have to answer to anyone because of that. The ability to express myself fully and unadulteratedly. Honestly, I enjoy that so much. How have you come into your own queerness or transness? Um, just kind of becoming more confident in my own identities. You know, I don't need to look or present a certain way to be my identities and just kind of being around other people that share the same identities has just made me more confident in, you know, myself. More of being experimental with, like, my hair lately, but, um, like, just being able to express myself through clothes because like before I could only dress like feminine only feminine dresses like all that so I'm like okay let me try that masculine side just to see if I like it okay. so I've been able to through 
clothes, I guess. Did did coming out affect that process? Um, I'm not out to my family, mm. but all my friends and all that, it did affect it because like when I was told them, I was like so nervous, but then they're like, oh yeah, whatever. And as soon as I started dressing like more masculine, they did too. And I was like, oh, you guys. Trendsetter. Yeah, I was like, thank you. <laughs> really, it's been a kind of a recent development. I was in the closet throughout most of high school until like my senior year, then really just figuring out like, oh, when I found out that there are context wise of like, oh, there are ways to identify outside of both the gender binary and the just heterosex, just patriarchal kind of like notions that we grow up with, uh, traditional Catholicism being my upbringing, some religious trauma to work through, but that's uh, a, a lot of like little here or there. It's just being able to like having the context to just say, oh, that's an option. I can do that. And then being able to just have the conversations with both myself and others about like, oh, this is actually, I feel more of who I am now than I ever have. And it's really amazing, honestly. That is exactly how I found out about lesbians. Like someone told me they were lesbian and they explained it to me and I go, you can do that? And that was my my journey too. So it's comforting knowing that someone else feels like that. My best friend in high school we were just sitting there talking about everything is it was that one moment just sat me down i was like hey you know what bisexuality is right and it was like no what <gasps> yes oh, i can be that and it's, yeah. it's it's so simple looking back always but it's like before it's the before you have the words to say about these things and versus then it's like it should be oh it's so simple but usually it's never but it's always funnier to look back on it and it's like the oh <laughs> Oh, I agree. I'd say how I've come into my queerness and transness, I'd say kind of by taking my time and getting to explore many areas of myself, including my gender identity, my sexual orientation, and a lot of the intersecting identities that come with it, because that is also a very big part of it, is the intersecting identities that kind of influence how one views their own and others' queerness. A lot of it took coming here to CSU, honestly. I'm from Georgia, not the most accepting place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and and while, you know, there were queer people in Atlanta, it wasn't it wasn't like it is here. It, I, I didn't particularly feel safe walking down the street, even in one of the most liberal cities in the South. So I think a lot of it came to just being among people who don't care, or not who don't care, but who don't, again, who don't expect anything from you. And you can, you can be open, you can be, you can be happy. Even my parents have noticed it. My father was in town this past weekend and he was like, you just seem more assured and happier than you ever have. And I think a lot of that is because I don't, I don't feel scared here oh my god <laughs> that's so sweet your parents notice that too yeah. i've just personally come into my own queerness by accepting that side of me about actively being queer like me coming into my queerness has been a lot more passive than most people would assume it's just me living out my day being occasionally flirty with the guy or gal what is your relationship with the coming out process i mean my coming out was just me showing my mom a page on webmd about just gender dysphoria so that was my coming out experience to my parents. I came out before that, but you know, parents are scary. So it, it's been overall very positive and I haven't gotten any negative reactions to it. So my own experience to coming out is very positive, but you know, that's very much not the norm or is not the norm that, you know, most people face. So I'm aware of that. And you know, each person has their own experience coming out. My family 
don't know because like they're very like conservative kind of they don't say they are but they are um but like my friends and fam family like my cousin i told them and like they had great reactions like i was like oh thank you uh, <laughs> and like it was like you know releasing to be able to say that and like also like when i first came out i was like gender fluid and then now i'm like okay no i'm non-binary and like they accepted both and i was like oh you guys are amazing Literally. and like if anyone didn't like like it or like had their opinions they usually kept it to themselves because like people always say like when i'm just walking i look really mean so i think they were just scared of saying anything so i'm like okay that's thank you for being scared just for that <laughs> i am very lucky that my coming out process has been supportive at least with my immediate family it was one of those things where it was like i i waited until i was like 21 to fully come out to my immediate family and then it it, it was just the it's gonna sound a little like anticlimactic but they they just look at me as like oh we knew i hate when people do that because then it's like that uh, well okay what were your thoughts on that at first it was like oh well someone could have told me sooner <laughs> But then, and I love my mother. She was the one who wanted to ask me the direct question of like, hey, are you X or are like for whatever kind of label she was like thinking or like even the questions kind of asking of, oh, but my stepdad, as patient and wonderful of a man as he is, said, no, you have to let him do it on his own time. And it was like, I just want to be there for him. It's like, I know he'll know that if you let him do it on his own like time scale. And I was, I almost broke down crying and it's just, like such a sweet thing of like they both wanted to wanted to know and wanted to like actually give me space for it and it was just this it was one of those like hallmark moments almost <laughs> of just like oh it was a beautiful moment we all hugged and it was like yeah we knew but we wanted you to feel comfortable and it was it was really really nice honestly to be able to have because even i had known that they're accepting of our community but saying you're accepting and actually being accepting is a whole separate process yeah. <laughs> so it's it was that like weight lifted off of like oh yeah this this is actually really really great do you think them saying that like i know i think my opinions on it it's kind of like that it takes the validation out of it or it kind of takes the excitement out of it for you is that kind of felt i feel like it felt not like that i definitely can see where that's like the coming from especially of like oh well we knew it was like well you could have you couldn't have said something a little bit sooner like <laughs> yeah. i was the one struggling through this uh... and you knew but in the end i think it actually at least personally it helped me more knowing that oh you were doing so to give me the space and allow me to feel comfortable enough because it was never like oh i know and i want you to tell me it's no i want you to feel comfortable enough to tell me and i feel like that actually helped me build a closer relationship with my parents and it was actually like and i know that's not a universal unfortunately but i i think at least in my experience it's it's a funnier story now than it was at the time but i think now looking back on it it is it helped a little bit more than i think i would have liked to at the time but yeah i'd say some i'd say the relationship that i have with the coming out process is pretty much like an everyday thing like a lot of people have the misconception that when people come out as lgbtq plus that they usually come out to their families and then it's over but that really isn't the case like I come out on many different occasions like not just to my family but also to 
many of my friends and even on like financial documents having to explain my birth name, which is always very difficult. And I feel like especially coming out, for me personally, I don't necessarily like to frame it through the lens of coming out, mainly because I feel like that kind of implies that people need to know about your queerness for it to be valid, which is absolutely not true. I'd say coming into my own queerness is definitely something that I've done throughout the past like five years that I've been here at CSU and a little bit before as well. Um, so I've been out for a long time. It's probably coming on like six years now. I came out when I was 15, first to a couple of friends, my therapist, that sort of thing. And then I eventually uh, told my parents and it was something I had been thinking about for around a year before I eventually told them. And I basically said like, look, I don't want to keep using this given name. I want to dress more feminine, maybe even start taking hormones down the road. Just, just because I know what I am right now is not right. And they, you know, didn't understand it at first, but they, they all credit to my parents. They did the research and they, they put in the work to make sure that they could support me as best they could. Uh, I ended up going on hormones uh, around like eight months later. I've been on them for around five years and, you know, here we are. My relationship with the coming out process is a very complex one because when I came out, it wasn't really on my terms. So when that happened, I was like, not really a fan of that. And I was like, okay, well, from now on, whenever I come out, it's going to be on my terms. So far, it's been good. It's been great. And I also want others to be able to come out on their terms and experience that. What is it like to be LGBTQIA plus at CSU and or in Fort Collins? It's a lot of fun, actually. There's a lot of Outside of CSU, there's a lot of great groups that are working to better the queer community. Even within CSU, there's the Pride Resource Center and other student orgs that focus on queer identities. And it's just, you know, everywhere you look, we're there. So, you know, you can't really escape us. At CSU, it's just like really accepting. Cause like you can literally wear anything. And like, if you go in like the Pride Center, everyone's like, love it. Like you can literally wear like a bed sheet. And like, you know what, fashionable. <laughs> and so like, you can literally express yourself however. And so like, I just love that you can do you without worrying like, oh, Oh, is this okay? Is this right? So I just love that. It has its ups and downs. Campus, lovingly so, does allow us to have space uh, for our community and allows us to be out and proud in who we are, which I'm very thankful for. But there are a lot of spaces and places where that definitely is not the case, even like in the greater Fort Collins area. Like there's not really a lot of like other primary queer spaces. At the very least, I didn't know about them until I started working with the Pride Resource Center. Just places to go because like we only have like one gay adult like a bar we only have one gay bar in town yep. and we don't have any other like third spaces of like oh cafes or other stuff like sure like it may be advertised as a safe space or queer friendly but that's not guaranteed anymore especially in like a lot of the current climate of things and i'm also someone who has a lot more privilege as a white passing at least presenting cis man for all intents and purposes and i don't have to worry about a lot of the other struggles that other people in our community continually have to to go through so it's it's just kind of like the adage of yeah it's great but we need to do better and there's never going to be I, I, it was this little adage that we that I learned from when I was training for the Pride Resource Center was it's not liberation unless it's all liberation and until there's no problems for all of the people in our community then we still have to keep fighting we still have to keep pushing for just a better world so that we can exist I'd say that I feel very supported here like of course this campus is absolutely not perfect and it definitely does have its things that it could do better in terms of kind of supporting those with queer and or 
trans experiences. And I'd say uh, I feel very supported here in Fort Collins. However, it is a little bit rough for me traveling outside of Fort Collins. Like this is almost like a brave space for me. I don't necessarily like to say safe space because really any place isn't totally safe. Cause like even within so-called safe spaces, there can be many microaggressions that kind of weigh down on us after a while. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's definitely like safe is a very anecdotal kind of experience and it's basically different for everyone. I like that term brave space. I've never really quite heard that. Was that, is that your own term or did you, did someone say that and you kept that? It was something that I actually learned during Pride staff training a couple years ago and I kind of kept that and it really made so much sense to me. There really isn't such thing as like a total safe space because I mean with a lot of different experiences that people bring into a space, of course you're definitely going to have some conflicts and some things that some people may not be aware of, some things that weigh heavily on others, some things that carry a lot of weight. It's definitely a very touchy thing for sure. It really is incredible, just the community that you can build. I mean, I'm in the Pride Center pretty much every day, any chance I get. I've made so many friends through here. I've made so many connections. The support network is incredible. And again, just having having people to talk to who get it, you know, who who can ex- who know the experience of dysphoria or like familial rejection because that did happen or harassment or abuse. Like they can they can speak to that and they can comfort you and you can comfort them and learn from each other to be able to cope with the dis- stress and move forward you know there is definitely a lot more accepting community and whatnot it's definitely more open from where i grew up how i was raised so i found that it's a little bit easier for me to be more out and about in the fort collins area what would you like audience members to know about being an ally advocate or supporting the lgbtqia community i mean if you're interested in learning more just come to the pride resource center you know we're not going to say no you can't be in here it's you know a great place to learn to meet queer people to learn experiences uh yeah if you want to learn more just come by you know always welcome more of like if you don't know look it up and like if like you want to learn more i think you should do like basic research first before you like try to like you know ask someone because like if you ask it in like a very like weird way it could come off as like being very like oh really what does that mean kind of like way so i think just research first and then delve deeper to be able to like really understand but if you just like want to do like that surface level then it's fine too just like as long as you're trying to understand and not just pushing it to the back like oh yeah whatever because like even if it doesn't affect you, it affects everyone else that is in the community. So just do your due diligence. Just learn, if anything. Be kind. It's it's such a simple thing to ask, but I think a lot of people really conflate it with being nice to someone versus being kind. And it's kind of this, being nice can be performative, whereas mm. being kind requires empathy, understanding, internal reflection of, oh, if I get something wrong, having that space for yourself to be corrected, be educated and to expand your view of maybe information that you may not have known and just allowing yourself to learn and grow as a person that's probably the best way that someone can be an ally it's the never never attribute to malice what you can attribute to ignorance for lack of a better term because ignorance can be taught away you can always learn new things and as long as you're willing to learn to be just a friend to people and act with empathy and kindness i think that's the best way you can be an ally to our community i'd say the 
most important thing to remember is that you don't totally have to understand our experiences in order to support us. Like, of course, coming from a queer and or trans background, I feel like a lot of cis het allies definitely feel like they have to understand every single thing about our experiences. And I feel like it, I feel like it's really counteractive to the whole goal of advocating for equity for us. Because it's not necessarily about understanding our experiences specifically. It's more so about accepting that you're not going to know every single thing and, and just kind of working with that. I think right now it's more important than ever to show visible support. You know, being in poli-sci and gender studies, I watch a lot of what's going on in the country and it's, it's really scary. And I think just even just a statement of just, I know what's going on, no matter how bad it gets, we'll stand with you. Like that's all, at least for me, that I need to hear to know that you're you're at least you at least care and you're thinking about us. One of the best things you can be as an ally is just supportive of your friend. Like be open with them and understand that this is a journey. They're still going to be figuring stuff out. And hey, if you want to learn stuff out and figure that out on your own as well, you can go ahead and do so. That's all from CSU's Pride Resource Center. If you want to learn more about them, you can check out their website at prideresourcecenter.colostate.edu. If you like what you're hearing, check out KCSU's other podcasts on our website at kcsufm.com, our Spotify at kcsufm, or anywhere else you get podcasts. And happy 25th anniversary to the Pride Resource Center from all of us here at KCSU. Mm-hmm.